Hello, this is part two of the interviews episode with me, Lamise and Simi. Hope you enjoy. Wow. Um, the worst um, injury that I've ever seen. Mm, Lamise, what's the worst injury that you've ever seen? Okay, so set the mood. We're in, I think we're in Kilburn. Um, we're playing a game and I was running for the first time in a very long time. Whoop, whoop. And someone, <laughs> and then... Bah- don't cheer, well, don't cheer <laughs> for running in a rugby game. But I'm proud That's of her. So well done. done. Thank that you. That is Thank ridiculous. Thank you. It's five years ago. Are you ago. jealous? Those cheering an adult <laughs> are not wet in the bed. Five years ago. Five years ago is last time I ran. <laughs> and I love that for you. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. Um, well, I was captain, so I had to look like I knew mm. what I was doing. <laughs> Lead um, by example, you Exactly, know. exactly. Inspire the troops. Um, and then behind me, um, I heard like a plastic water bottle crush. And I was like, who's left rubbish on the pitch? How inconsiderate. Someone's fallen on a plastic bottle, turned around, and um, the girl was in quite a lot of pain. So I went over and I was like, oh, what happened? Uh, I heard the plastic bottle crunch. And I was like looking around to see if it was under her because she seemed really uncomfortable. The plastic bottle was nowhere. That was the sound of her bones crushing. Oh, no. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. 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 It was so audible in my sweet beautiful ear what did she so this is the epitome of grassroots life so (laughs) she was sat in the same place the game i think just ended that was it it was over because we couldn't move her we had to wait for the ambulance in central london to come and get her it took two and a half hours for the ambulance to get there um and it was like you know february-esque temperatures so we were just putting everything on her like all of our coats all of our jackets because she was sat on the cold floor as well um i honestly did not see her again after that day yeah and she was really great wish i could remember i've got another question (laughs) louise was on it i've got another question related to um grassroots level so Obviously, with my injury, like at the time, I felt what I felt, but then on assessment, it was it seemed okay. Yeah. But it was then when we saw the footage back and saw actually the mechanism and exactly what happened yeah. that, like, sort of our suspicions of an injury sort of raised. What is it like in terms of like I don't know if do you guys all of your matches filmed and things like that like. Yeah. So yeah, we got a VO <laughs> recently, oh. which is the biggest thing that's happened to happen. Exciting! Me <laughs> I would say me becoming DNI officer and then us getting the VO. <laughs> exciting! Hand in hand, I think in terms of like big things at Hackney. Um, so that's exciting. It's a faff to carry. We mm. don't have a bus or anything, so yeah. it mm. lives at home in Spring Hill. <laughs> but it, that's helpful for like watching back matches. But we yeah. don't really use it for injuries or like. No. Okay. We're just very much, um, yeah, pitch side. If someone says something's wrong, or like they can't play, yeah, they come off. And yeah, that's if it's, it. Yeah. I guess in terms enough? of sorry, I if, guess in terms of like if someone like let's say got high tackled, but we're not entirely sure. Like, oh, uh, was it their neck? Do, do you know what I mean? Like having another port. Like if no one is a hundred percent sure actually what happened, 
I guess we we've got the luxury of we can see we can watch it back. We know yeah. it's being filmed, so we can actually see. I think we are always like if there is a suspicion of like your yeah. head or neck or anything, we are. Yeah, I think especially on the twos, we very much air. I guess the ones are the same as well, yeah. but I just don't have as much experience that. <laughs> but um, yeah, just air on the side of caution because I think especially if it's your head or your neck or yeah. your back or something, there's no point. There's like no point, us, we're having fun, but yeah, no, we've got work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's the truth. Yeah, like, Sorry, Lumis, I think I cut you off. Um, is it techie enough to like zoom in on people? Mm, no. No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. But it is really good for like analyzing a team and like Have where... you used it yet? Yeah. And um, how did you find it? Yeah. Like, I, re- it I really liked watching it back. It's because really good, isn't it? It shows where the team is going wrong. Like yeah. it's annoying because yeah. you, you can't zoom in on one player because yeah. I wish I could like look at myself and see where it's going yeah. wrong. Yeah. But that's, Not to make about you again. Not yeah. to make about me, yeah. but when I played yeah. that... 80 minutes is about me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Rugban. So even Rugban. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like um, e- even that's with the us. second thing that you put with Anne at the end of it, this this episode. Yeah. <laughs> even, with, even with us, like, so we moved into the um, high performance centre in Bristol. So we share the same fa- facilities as the men's team. And so do we. No. <laughs> and because of that, because of that, we've got access to. Um, the same equipment they have so it's all under one roof and so we've gone you know from having our our training and our matches filmed from one angle to i think now four three or four and so we've got like from one side from the other side and from like a drone view as well and even just seeing things from different angles like has changed the way you do analysis because it's like you know you can you can really get an idea of, of what you can see and like what the space looks like and actually it helps with like the thought process around decision making and oh you know there was a four on one was that mm. called why not you know and, and things like that and I think you look at how Bristol have progressed from last season versus this season yeah. I think that's a factor that's definitely helped so yeah I think I'm, a, I'm and I'm also a massive visual learner so I love being able to see what I can do and mm. and and watching things back so I think yeah it's definitely a great mm. thing to have yeah. and that's really exciting for you guys yeah, yeah I love it thank you Anne Anytime. I'll enter all the raffles. I, I want it. <laughs> Is that how you got it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, Good work. I have entered on loads of different emails. <laughs> Doesn't matter how you won. They were so nice. The, w- the, and, yeah. the win happened. Exactly. And that's the important part. That's um, fabulous. Right, it's now time for the Glady Say. Every fortnight we consult our team's WhatsApp group to see how common issues affect the masses. And this week we asked what percentage of Gladys have been injured this season? And do you want to guess the percentage? Um, I would say with the reducing amount of attendance at um, and lack of availability <laughs> that we had at the end of the season, I would say 80%. Because everyone disappeared. No, 50 50. 50 percent. Let's I'll say 50. answer. Uh, Simi, do you want to guess? Our no, beautiful, no. beautiful grassroots glodies. <laughs> I'm How going many of us are to say 65. 65. Oh. Well, we only had 37 responses. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that, that's not percentage. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and out of 37 human beings, a whopping 81.1 percent were injured this season. Yeah. How crazy is that? <laughs> oh, nearly Simi dropped. nearly spilled her drinks. Simi, that's so much. That's like a lot. Even I'm shocked. At yeah. That. yeah, like I was joking. Like wow. Yeah. But the 
biggest thing was concussion. Concussion. Oh, concussion. Cute, lovely concussion. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's yeah, pretty much that's all I have to say, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, we did also ask as well um, what kind of injuries people have had playing rugby and i want it to be clear that like yes we are talking about injuries and it's going to get quite intense but rugby is great and yeah. i think rugby we love rugby right guys yeah yeah absolutely yeah that was wow <laughs> whoa the energy, <laughs> energy, really more energy than me. we love rugby guys yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. come rugby, on i just didn't think some of the ladies have broken a rib at uni from an awful tackle um, tackled from behind with the ball under arm and ended up in the dislocated shoulder. Oh. The person then God. did go on to score their first try woo, after woo. it happened. So oh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, ran and tore their ACL. Ooh. Fun. Hit head and forgot how to speak in past tense for several months. Yeah. So Jesus. when we wrote these down, we said this was not one that we were going to say out loud because that's a bit too intense. <laughs> Yeah, as I said. Also, I said you were only allowed to pick one. Oh. That's pretty serious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that is really... That's that's things like that. That people think that I'm dramatic, but I'm like, that is what could happen to you. One of my old... My teammates from a couple seasons ago got concussed and had a stammer for, like, a few months. But, like, she's... Like, it resolved, but, like, she had, like, a a real, like, stutter stammer. Like... so would you say that your speech and language therapist clients aren't born with a speech and language issue they've um, developed it through an injury not all, yeah a brain injury wow yeah that's what like a stroke and, is and, concu- and like that's like is, it's a bit different that it's not is like it? a like over the head injury yeah. but like a stroke is an inward brain injury they're, like they're it's both, a bruise yeah. on your brain if you think they're about both, it they're both they both cause changes in your brain that otherwise shouldn't be there. Yeah. Like one's more of a disease process, but yeah. a concussion still is a brain injury. Even yeah. though it's on, if you think of it as spectrum, it's on the lower end of the spectrum or it should be, hopefully. It's still, yeah. you know, I think almost because it's so commonly talked about, it almost minimises it. Mm. But it is still an injury to your brain causing a detriment in function in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, yeah, not to bring the tone down no i mean the whole podcast has brought the tone down yeah but but then that's why it's so important that if you are concerned like you say like err on the side of caution and if clubs can have that sort of independent person or just someone who's removed from it who can actually sort of say like listen i don't think you're quite right or you know you're walking a bit funny or you look a bit dazed or Mm. someone's like struggling with speech finding or just orientation like to take them off because the worst thing you can do in that instance is to have like like you say like another uh, another hit to your brain yeah. when it's already been hit like that would just prolong your period of time out or the period of time that you're having symptoms and like you say it's not just about your sporting life it's about your functionality day to day like we don't have the luxury of being professional athletes yeah. like yeah. we we have to work tomorrow <laughs> yeah. yeah that's just that like and if you can't concentrate and you can't do your job how much sick leave can you get from your from your place of employment? <laughs> like, what's that Don't, going to yeah. mean? If you need two months out because you're concussed and your work are only going to give you two weeks, yeah, that's going to put you in a very difficult position. Yeah, you know, um, all all because of what? You know, it's just better to just err on the side of caution mm. and make sure that you're okay. 
I think given that, is there anything that you would suggest to uh, players to do to kind of prevent injury or something they can do if they have been, I don't know, so something to do to make their body stronger and more resilient to injuries? So I think if we're talking injury-wise, so if we if we talk about concussion-wise, I guess the biggest the biggest risk in terms of getting concussed is always is like in the contact it's the tackles it's the breakdown and so to make sure that you're as safe as possible for other players working on your technique in a sort of low speed environment so doing sort of like walk through tackle tackle drills and just making sure that you get your head on the right side and you sort of focus on shoulder collision and you make sure your tackle height is is low enough so that you're not a risk to yourself or other people that's probably the best thing you can do preventative wise um, for concussion mm. and likewise with breakdowns if you're working on clearing someone out getting your technique to a to a point where you know how to sort of target the breakdown rather than just flying in head first yeah. sort of aimlessly and just putting yourself at risk if you can work on your technical side of things because people see rugby and just think it's a physical um, sport which it is but also there's a lot of technique to it and in terms of making yourself safe and making it a safe sport for others so if you can really tidy up your technique and hone in on that yeah. That can really minimise your risk of concussion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of sort of injury prevention, um, you know, it, I will preface this by saying that injury is, a, is an inevitable part of sport. Um, you can do all the things in the world, you can do everything right, um, and you can still get injured. And that's yeah. just part and parcel of what sport is. But it's a combination of, you know, having good strength and conditioning training, but also having good nutrition so S and C wise, you know, people think about like lifting weights in terms of building muscle mass or whatever. But the stronger your body is, the stronger your tendons are, the stronger your ligaments are, the more robust they are as well. Yeah. So if you've got a really strong lower body and you can lift really heavy and, you know, your muscle mass is of a certain percentage, let's say, in order to get your muscle mass to that point, your ligaments and the other structures have to also adapt and, and get stronger. Yeah. So you know, lifting weights and, and lifting well and having good technique isn't just building your muscle mass, it's also building the resilience of those joints and those ligaments and, you know, enabling them to withstand more. Mm. Um, you know, without saying that, like, I'm prime S&C specimen, I look back, <laughs> at, I look back at the injury I had yeah. and, you know, why is it that some people, you know, do, you know, very low impact things and, tear, and you know, rupture their ACLs but I had a significant force go through my knee and it was strong. Mm. I think a big part of that is that, you know, I work really hard on my lower body and it's really strong. And yes, there's an element of luck. I absolutely was lucky that my ACL was intact after it. But I think some of that is also that my lower body is strong and can probably withstand a great deal amount of force Mm. and was able to withstand that and stay somewhat together but not Marv bless him but we'll forgive him um and so so yeah concentrating on sort of strength building lifts so things like your squat your deadlift your RDLs all of those that will just build up that lower body resilience and things like upper body so bench all of those compound lifts will definitely help Mm. um and then also doing accessories and you know this is where um people need to take some sort of sort of onus over their own bodies I guess if you know that you're particularly lacking in terms of your ankle mobility is not great or you have 
issues with your hip flexors. Just yeah. doing those sort of like <laughs> those board, yeah. I'm preaching to the choir, sorry. But if, if you know that sort of doing those extra stretches or those extra accessory works that might take you an extra 15 minutes, 20 minutes after your gym session yeah. that don't seem like they're doing anything. My SNC coach has been making me do like accessories or robustness as he calls it yeah. for three years. And every time I give him so much shit, I'm like, why? This is yeah. pointless. I hate it. This is dull. <laughs> Rubbish. And then when my injury happened, I was like, you are absolutely right. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were correct. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I know, I'm a changed woman. Because now I see I see the benefits of what yeah. that could have, you know, has done. So another thing that um, you can do in terms of helping recover from injuries, but also with injury prevention, is a, a big focus on nutrition. And I think people overlook that um, because obviously you think, oh, I need to be stronger to prevent injuries. So you look to making changes in the gym or working on your strength and conditioning but actually especially while I was injured we've got a, a nutritionist who comes in and helps us at Bears and we really honed in on my nutrition and my nutrition strategies and what I should be looking to do and sort of the supplements that I was taking um, to sort of help supplement that time of sort of rest and repair and, and what my body needed um, to, to get myself back you know to health and, and back to fitness um, and I think it was difficult for me because my gut instinct was, oh, I'm I'm not playing, I'm not training, I can't run. So I've got to really scale back on what I'm eating. But he was like, no, actually, this is a time where your body really needs that protein. You really need to concentrate on hitting the, your protein targets for the day. And, oh, things like collagen can really help aid recovery. So look to take this. And he really just sort of mapped out some of the things that I should be trying to to focus on taking and, and, and the targets that I was focusing on in that period, especially while I couldn't run. What is one thing you wish you could have told yourself when you first started playing? I think, you know, like I've had quite like a pretty, I guess, meteoric rise in terms of I started the sport quite quickly and sort of got into the premiership setup quite quickly after I started. Um, but I think probably the, the one thing I would sort of really emphasise to myself when I started is just don't be scared. I think I was really hesitant about playing rugby in terms of coming from a throwing background I didn't know that rugby was a sport that I could do or something that I'd be good at and even after I played my first couple of matches I was still a bit uncertain and a bit tentative but I think I would just sort of really emphasize to myself like actually no this is going to be perfect for you you're going to really thrive in this environment don't be scared go out there be yourself be authentic don't lose sight of who you are and what you stand for and what you're about and good things will come to you. Um, and I think that rings true. And that's stood me in good stead thus far. Touch wood, I hope it continues. But yeah, I think it'd probably be just sort of reassurance that this is a place for you and you will do well in this environment. Thank you so much, Simi. My you pleasure. are absolutely you're great value for money. Yeah. In except terms of except minutes, Anne doesn't pay me, let that be known. <laughs> I want everyone to know that Black Girls Rock is a grassroots <laughs> podcast. And we support black women. Hashtag yeah. justice for Simi. Start a hashtag bombard Anne, justice for Simi. We Repeat, support justice for Simi. That's S I M I. Hashtag justice for Simi. We support the voices of black women in rugby. For us to be heard out loud Absolutely. without barriers. And so yeah. money, 
Who is she? But all jokes Thank aside. Thank you, Simmy. <laughs> all jokes aside, I bloody love you guys. And I'm, how good is it that this is our first like podcast we've been able to do together in person, I not know. just over Zoom? So like good. this podcast has so much like meaning to me in terms of like it's how I met you guys, oh, it's how yeah. I connect with you guys. And you know, again, I don't want to take it back to that time I played for the Barbarians at Twickenham, but I did do that. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't have worn a Black Girls oh, Rock yeah. sock if that's not yeah. something that meant a lot to me. And what you guys are looking to do and, and the audience you're targeting is something that is absolutely right on my street. So, yeah, anytime, girl. It was so touching, honestly. Thank yeah. you so much for doing that. My pleasure, girls. Yeah. Anytime. That sock made me cry. Who would have thought that yeah. this fabric? The thing is, I, to- I told cry. her. You told me, but I, I didn't, was I didn't believe it. you at I, all. She gave me those socks way before Barbarian. <laughs> I had them. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to wear one. And she's yeah. like, yeah, of course you are. And I was like, I don't know why you're not listening to me because I, I am. generally didn't believe And that. then I did, scored, and they zoomed in on it and I then did. spoke about it. And I was like, job done. Wicked. How good. Yeah. And honestly, we wouldn't be in this room right now if it wasn't for you wearing that sock. <laughs> it lit a fire yeah. up and up. Yeah, bloody <laughs> did. <laughs> I was like, I need to get out of the house into a studio. I need you to be and a full-time podcaster is what I'm saying. Oh, like, carry yeah. like, let's If go. anyone wants to fund that. Mm. <laughs> the email is blackgirlsruck <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, thank you, Lamise, for being an amazing shining oh, light in a world full of darkness wow um, is that the nicest Simi thing you've ever said and uh-huh. Simi for being that guiding light in a world where you can't see anything but you see that light <laughs> so you said the same thing about Lamise and um, me but no, in a different term she's a shining light like you're a guiding okay. light it's very different okay um, so I'm that's, blind yeah. you guys <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll take it I'll take it I am the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, this is Black Girls Rock. If you have any suggestions for anything, any comments, anything you want to tell me, Ooh. our Instagram is at Black Girls Rock. That's R U C K. Or you can send us an email at blackgirlsrock at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.